0: Hey, you're tuning in on Our Time to Find Our Peace. I'm your host, Kaila, and this week's episode, we have a special guest on the show to talk about her family trauma, specifically with her mother, and how she has coped with the pain and whether or not she has healed from it. This is a trigger warning. The rest of this episode will contain talks about family trauma, physical and verbal abuse, as well as self-harm. Trigger warning. Thank you for coming on the show today, Ariana. Thank you for having me. I want you to feel as comfortable and safe as possible so if at a certain point in time our conversation hits a nerve and there's a topic you don't want to discuss, you don't have to, and we can switch to another question. Okay. Now I would like to start off by having you just describe your relationship with your family.
1: My relationship with my family, it changes a lot. I don't have the same sense of family when it comes to what I hear from other people, I don't have the biggest sense like I would do almost anything for them. I have to put myself first.
0: Has your relationship with your family impacted you emotionally and mentally? And if so, like how?
1: I did move a different state when I was fairly young. So the relationship that I did build when I was like nine and younger It did diminish a lot because I wasn't really able to communicate as much, and by the time I got older, I was just already set in my own ways with the family that I already had around me, which was my mom, my grandparents, and my cousins that
0: later started moving to the same state as me. And is it, do your relationship with them, is it a good relationship, would you say, with your grandmother and your mother?
1: I would say it's great, especially with my grandmother. She raised me for majority of my life. So did my mom. Um, When my mom was off to college, mind you, she had me she, when she was young. um, My grandma took it upon herself to basically raise me. So I want to say I built a great relationship with her. My grandma is basically my second mom and she did a lot for me. Um, she was one of the first people that like, Hey, we're moving to Florida and I want to bring you with me because I want to help you as I can, especially with the circumstances that I was dealing with, with my mom. So she gave me an opportunity and helped me when I was here. Really? I want to say I have a great relationship with them.
0: And with your mother, has there been like Rocky waters?
1: Uh, definitely. Um, (laughs) It comes with the territory of having a young mom. My mom had me when she was 15, 16. So while I was growing up, she was also growing up at the same time. So it wasn't like she had any solid idea. I mean, what parent does, but it's still a different feeling when someone that is young is also trying to take care of someone else that is exceptionally younger. So it was rocky. Um, Her being 37, me being 20, there is a gap, but it's still kind of weird, especially her trying to figure out if she wanted to be a big sister or she wanted to be my mother. That was a lot of problems that I had with her growing up.
0: What would you say is the worst thing or harshest thing your mother has said or done to you?
1: It would probably be when I was 18 years old. I was coming out of high school. I was in college. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I took that time as me being 18 to kind of start being like, hey, I'm grown. And with that came a lot of responsibilities. And I did have some mistakes. And I was still in the mindset that I could tell anything to my mom and she would reciprocate and help me in some way. Basically what happened was I was a little bit peer pressured into having unprotected sex and I was scared and the first person I talked to about it was my mother, which at the time she was very comforting. It was very sweet. Later on, she kind of used that as like a jab at me to basically make it seem like I'm immature, I'm stupid for doing this. I should've knew better, which understandably I should've. But on top of it, she basically told me that I had to set up my own clinic appointments. I had to do this by myself because I chose to be grown, which I understood and I did that. I set up my own appointments and everything else. But what happened that traumatized me Was after I set up my appointment and I went to it. My nurse basically hinted or joked at the fact that I was having like some problems and it being close to me being like having a miscarriage. And I cried and I told my mom that. And I do suffer from major depressive disorder, which she half acknowledges, half doesn't. And at one point, I did tell her what happened and thought that, hey, maybe I can just take a day off from catering to my mom. And she was not happy that I even had the instance of kind of saying, no, I don't want to help you get ready. Right now, um, I just kind of want to stay in my bed. She used like the information that I said to her in confidence as a jab and a redirect, and she basically said that I am taking it out of proportion and that it was my fault for putting myself in that situation and that she's dealt with worse and excuse my language, but she basically said I was being a wuss, a, a pussy. So I, I was a little taken aback and that was my first time out of my entire life where I just kind of was at the breaking point with my mom and I was like, I cannot, trust you with any information going on with my life and I I just couldn't trust her and that really broke my gaze on how I viewed my own mother and I basically kind of shut her off after that.
0: So you're basically saying like she used what you went through that you confided in her. She used it around and twisted everything that you told her to just attack you basically if you didn't give her what she wanted. Yes. Would you say Growing up, you, because your mother was also, like, growing up as she was raising you as well, would you say that you had to raise your mother as well? Like, you had to grow up earlier?
1: Oh, definitely. I had to learn the harsh reality a lot younger. And I was hyper aware of the fact that some of the things that I was learning as a little kid was something I feel like a little kid shouldn't have known at that point. While others around me were still happy and going to recess or talking about boys and TV shows, I was being told about bills and the hardships that was going on. And instead of my mother basically kind of trying to at the time, kind of like push it away or at least let me have that little like blindness or make sure I wouldn't know about this side of life, the adulting, she would make it very known. So I had to grow up a lot younger as I realized at a young age that if I wanted anything that I saw my friends or others were being given or talked about, I was gonna have to do that on my own. I was going to have to make my own money to do that and in a way my mom taught me the do's and don'ts and especially how to prioritize certain things I did not learn how to manage money and save from her I learned how to do that myself and not following the same steps with her so in a way she did teach me but it was, it was more like what not to do And I use that to kind of better myself as me
0: being an adult now and learning from my mother's mistakes. If you're able to um, talk about that, what would you say are the mental jabs that your mother has done and the physical jabs that your mom has done to you?
1: One thing I will say about my mother is she never made jabs at me about my physical health or my shape she would make multiple jabs about my mental health that was something I was struggling with for a long time and while I would tell her that I am depressed or I'm sad for multiple days or it's hard for me to eat or sleep in certain situations she kind of disregarded that and instead of trying to figure out ways to help me, she figured out ways to basically try to scare that out of me, which didn't help. It fueled it even more. Made things worse. It, it, it made things worse. I want to say she made lots of jabs about my mental health, saying that that was for little white girls. Um, but honestly, as I grew up, I realized that when it comes to the older generation, mental health, and mental illness is not the most talked about situation. And honestly, it felt like it was one of those points where I am, again, from a different generation that is more open about sexuality and mental illness compared to my mother. And instead of trying to acknowledge it, she just pushed it away, or basically made fun of me saying that I was depressed I mean when I look back at it I realized that there was some topics about my life I couldn't really converse with her about but it wasn't until later on that I finally came into my own understanding yeah this is my relationship with my mom I will not go forward I will not exceed it I just know I can only tell her certain things and love her from a distance even with everything that happened with her I still have love for her but I just realized that I have to handle her in increments and handle her in a way where I'm still setting my own boundaries and not letting her and her tantrums or her manipulative um, outbursts stuff like that I don't let that get to me now but when I was younger and I didn't build up this wall this tough skin to deal with her it, it was a lot
0: because you didn't have the tough skin that you do now how were you handling the pain how were you handling your feelings like what was going through your mind
1: i want to say back then my emotions were all over the place i would have my moments where i would cry i would get angry but i couldn't act on it so i would just be in my room crying but i just couldn't act out on my emotions as much I couldn't really express my emotions and what she didn't understand is that her words were very hurtful, hurtful. And they did cut deep a lot and she wouldn't see me crying in my room, but when she did try to step in my room, I pretended like I wasn't crying, I was okay. Because I knew that was going to go into a whole conversation that I knew from an early age I didn't want to deal with. When did you stop living with your mom? There was in-between moments. There was, it's hard to really say because sometimes I was living with her, sometimes I wasn't.
0: Why did you stop living with her? The
1: actual staple date of me not living with her was when I was 18 because I got into a big argument with her and I had to leave for my own safety. Would you like to explain that? um it kind of goes into my last ever real like understanding about my mother at the time me and her were getting into a lot of disagreements and arguments when I was 18 and I came to the realization about the type of person my mom is how she was narcissistic she was very much a bully and I started standing up for myself which was not a good idea and her eyes but it was one of the best things I did because I was standing up for myself however she is a firecracker and if no one is on her side she blows up so a lot of stuff led up to the point where I disagreed with her and I verbally disagreed with her on how she treated my cousin and she took it out on me and we had a big fight physical fight and at the time she basically was trying to kick me out to go live not live but like spend the weekend at my grandmother's but as the night kept going on and the argument started getting worse she physically started fighting me and i fought back and I had to call my grandmother to try and come get me, and I just didn't go home for an entire year. I moved out a couple weeks later when I came to the realization I didn't want to live with my mom anymore, and that I emotionally, physically not feel safe while she is coming to her own realization that she was not that much of a good person, and i didn't want to be around that at all for my own safety because that night was probably one of the most terrifying nights especially when my own mother was actually trying to choke the life out of me the last time that was when i officially moved out and ever since then i i I just wouldn't go back i have a relationship with her now but she has a clear understanding that i am never living with her Um, our relationship is love at a distance can only take her
0: in increments and
1: I can only do so much of my mother I guess in a way it was a good thing for both of us to break apart because she moved back to Chicago I stayed in Florida and I'm continuing to try to navigate my early 20s and in a way I feel like for her She's finally getting time to be her own person. So I feel like it worked out for the both of us. And we're just taking our relationship one day at a
0: time. Yeah. Okay. How did you cope with the pain? What gave you strength to keep fighting and to continue on? Because with everything that happened after you left at 18 and that whole physical thing happened with her while you were staying at your grandmother's, how were you able that whole year cope with the pain and continue fighting and heal and realize that, you know, your mom is your mother?
1: It was very rough. It was not my best time. That was when I was freshly getting to understand that I did have mental illness and that I was in a bad down spiral I was understanding my relationship with my mother but I was still completely shocked over the fact that my own mother would physically attack me the way that she did and then continue to say the most heinous thing to the rest of our family members and I it was just attack after attack my mind slowly started to deteriorate my emotions were all over the place and and I remember I spent a good four months just I didn't leave. I gave up going to school. I gave up work. I just I was fired from work because I just didn't go in anymore. Same with school. It got to the point where I terrified my grandparents because I was in a, a, a scary state where I was having suicidal thoughts. I was very depressed and I I was given two options at the time. Either I officially see a therapist or they had to admit me. I had this whole idea about my relationship with my mother that even with all the crazy stuff that was going on, that she would never do that. And to just in real time see that break in my heart and in my mind, it. Bro, big part of me.
0: A mom is supposed to protect and make you feel safe and be there for you. And at that point in time, it it did not feel like that for you anymore.
1: No, I felt like I had nothing. And it did not, that idea was I was nothing. I made things worse by speaking up. I should have kept my mouth shut and I should have endured and this is my fault and it, it was just I, I was hurting my own self with these thoughts half of that year was just a down spiral and the other half was just trying to pick
0: myself up it came to the point where you were starting to be scared of yourself yes From that point on, you were so close to saying goodbye, to just being done with it all. And then to now, who you are now, what would you say? Like, you must be very proud of yourself because you're obviously still here. You're still fighting. You're still working things out with yourself, self-love and, you know, your relationship with your mother. Did you ever think from that point you would be where you are?
1: I, back then, I wouldn't even think I made it this far, (laughs) but... As of now, looking back at it, it was, a, it was a very scary time. I wish I went to therapy a lot sooner. But also, I wish that I opened my eyes up to the other people that were still around me that was concerned and was loving to me. Because during that whole time, I just had the idea that it was only my mother. There was no one else in the world that would love me and be concerned for me. So there's no love there. And it took a long time to rediscover that I still had so much love from my grandparents to my cousins to friends that was near me. And... That took so much to actually understand and see that in front of me that just because this one person doesn't love me doesn't mean that I am not loved. And even then, I should be loving myself more than other people because at the end of the
0: day, who's going to love you more than you? What would you say to to people who, who are or have gone through the same thing as you?
1: I would say that you're not in this alone. Even if that person or if you are dealing with parents or any loved one that makes you feel like once they are out of your life, you have no one, they are manipulating you and making you think that when there could probably be a village of people, a family, even if they're not blood related, you still have a chosen family. You still have those people that love and are concerned and are willing to help you as much as they can to get you over that down spiral. Even if there is no one there and it is real, just you, that is still one person in your corner. And that is yourself and that person can be your cheerleader same way as they can be your bully but it takes a lot and it does take progress and please it is hard there are so many hurdles and it feels like you just want to give up but it helps so much to keep progressing just hold on as much as you can and it works out amazing amazingly just keep
0: fighting What would you say to the mothers out there that are like yours or parents out there that are like your mother?
1: I would say, please listen to your child children please listen to their screams for help even if it's the tiniest even the most weird out of the box thing that you only saw once a scream for help is a scream for help and i wish my mother could hear me when i would voice my scares about my own health my own mental health or what i was going through at the time i wish she would listen but also understand where i'm going through if i am battling with my own demons and i am my own bully at the time it does not make anything better if i am hearing another person saying the exact same negative thing that is making it worse or if it's a manipulative relationship it doesn't help at all it makes things worse for the child it makes worse for that
0: kid did you ever confront your own mother since everything that happened in the past did you ever confront her about it did you ever talk and tell her your feelings about what happened back then and how you feel now how did that conversation go
1: technically we didn't have a full sit down conversation it usually would happen in increments but i did get my point across in some earlier arguments with her that i was not going to take any levels of disrespect from her and that i know my boundaries and i know that i will step back if she disrespects me or is trying to make jabs or hurt me in any type of way I would defend myself and I will actually take things accordingly and treat her accordingly not as her being my mom but as her being another adult and she took that as understanding because while I was dealing with my own problems she was dealing with her own on the simple fact that she put her hands on her kid and that is something that a parent they are probably I don't know how to say it that's something no one should ever do to their child they feel guilty yeah it's the guilt of that and I feel like that was eating away at her to her understanding and finally listening to me and respecting my boundaries as of right now we do have a little bit more of a healthy relationship she still does have her moments but honestly I feel like a person can only change so much because one thing about me that I've learned is that my mom she likes to continue the banter. She likes to make jabs. She likes to yell and continue arguments. I am a silent person and I will not meet that level of yelling. I will be silent and I will distance, and I will let them continue to talk and scream their heads off. But once they calm down, then we'll have a conversation. Until then, you're getting nothing from me. And that's how I, that's how I kind of set my boundaries with her and how I kind of engage my relationship with her. And it, it's been good. Still rocky, but it's been
0: good. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ariana, for coming on the podcast to share your story. I'm truly grateful to have had you on the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was an emotional roller coaster, especially talking about when I was a freshly little 18 year old, even though that was two years ago. it feels like it was forever ago but still recapping it and my relationship with her it's it's still a journey and it's my story and my journey that I kind of sometimes forget how powerful I am so
0: thank you so much for letting me share my story if you or anyone you know is going through the same thing please reach out to a hotline or your nearest community remember that it's not your fault and what has happened to you doesn't define who you are you say who you are I'm your host, Kaila, this is our time to find our peace, and that's all for this week's episode. Stay tuned for more episodes to come, and have a wonderful day.